Good morning, I'm Jake Sherman and welcome to The Daily Punch brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Friday, October 6th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, where we are in electing a speaker. Number two, the funding mess. And number three, some Arizona news. Let's get into it. We have some news at the top of Punchbowl News AM this morning. Brett Baer, the Fox News uh, host anchor, will host a closed debate and discussion between the Republican candidates for speaker Monday night. That's according to a source involved in the planning as of right now. Steve Scalise, the House uh, Majority Leader, House Judiciary Chair Jim Jordan, and RSC Chair Kevin Hearn will participate. Hearn has not officially entered the speaker race, but... Uh, they uh, are letting him participate here. We'll have more on Hearn, Jordan, and Scalise, quite frankly, in the coming days, in the coming hours, in midday p.m. and Monday's a.m. edition. Um, but let's get into the very unusual race for speaker this morning. The interesting thing about this race is that neither Jordan nor Scalise has a clear lead in endorsements. Neither has a ton of momentum at this point, and unquestionably, uh, there are a lot of questions lingering about both men. People don't think that uh, Jordan or Scalise have the ability to raise the big money that's necessary to um, keep the House Republican political operation afloat. They don't think that they have the um, the ability, some people don't think that they have the ability to rein in the hard right and keep the moderates in check. All of those things are a big story for House Republicans. Um, and neither Jordan nor Scalise have blown anybody away so far. Um, listen, we've been surprised in the recent, in the last 24 hours or so, by the people who think that Jim Jordan will be able to uh, be an effective speaker because he's not been in the leadership. That is a big, um, uh, a big plus for Jordan, let's say that. Um, and that could carry a lot of weight. I'll, I will put that at this point. Now, Scalise and Jordan are both talking to the Freedom Caucus, Western Caucus, and House freshmen, Republican freshmen today. About a quarter of the House Republican Conference has committed to Jordan or Scalise, meaning neither is remotely close to nailing down the 218 needed to get the speakership. Let's just go through a few dynamics. Um, the motion to vacate reform crew. Um, 45 House Republicans have uh, signed a letter basically saying that both candidates and any candidate who wants to be speaker needs to reform the motion to vacate. That includes Stephanie Bice, Dusty Johnson, Brian Fitzpatrick, Garrett Graves, Mike McCall, Michael McCall, and Jason Smith. Faction is 45 strong, so this is something we're going to keep a very close eye on. Now, Patrick McHenry, the speaker pro tempore, um, who has very little power, but a detail. McHenry has a detail, something I thought I would never see when he was a bomb thrower back in the late 2000s. Um, McHenry is has taken a couple meetings in which people have suggested he should become speaker. Uh, now, listen, McHenry is the financial services chair. He's given up on a lot of uh, a lot of leadership ambitions over the years, so we don't think it's likely. But keep an eye on him. Keep an eye on him. French Hill, Steve Womack, Tom Cole, bunch of people who could get in the mix should um, Scalise and Jordan fall. We have a McCarthy encore. We've heard some House Republicans say they will suggest McCarthy, they will nominate McCarthy to be Speaker uh, once again in the House GOP closed election. Uh, Tom McClintock said the only workable outcome is to restore McCarthy to Speaker. Listen, McCarthy can't get to 218, so it doesn't matter much, but this is an interesting dynamic to watch. Now, uh, there's been a push by some, including Garrett Graves, um, to uh, hold off in any Speaker vote until the candidate has 218 in the room. Um, 
Republicans don't want to look like fools uh, and get on the floor for another 15 votes like they did last time because that would make them look like fools. They already look a little bit like fools, to be honest with you, for pushing McCarthy out, not because of McCarthy, but because it's chaos. And uh, Democrats have been hitting Republicans for being chaotic and irresponsible. And and, and quite frankly, um, their behavior indicates they have been. So uh, they don't want to go to the floor unless they have the votes for a candidate. Number two story of the day, the funding mess. I mean, Lord have mercy. The, the Senate has gone out of recess until October 16th, uh, a month before the government's supposed to fu- uh, shut down, and they have not passed any of the 12 appropriations bills ahead of that November 17th deadline. So the House has passed four appropriations bills. The irony of this whole effort to push out McCarthy is that they are going to end up with a CR now. They're going to have to end up with a CR. Um, and God, imagine getting a CR through with Jim Jordan, a speaker, Lord have mercy. Um, so, uh, there's a lot of, um, this is Mark Wayne Mullen on that dynamic, by the way, they were complaining about the CR. We all know now we're going to have to do another CR the week before Thanksgiving, because there is zero chance that we're going to get any appropriations bills done now, especially through the house. Um, it's true. There's going to be a CR. There's going to have to be a CR. It's going to be messy. And I think that is important to keep in mind. Number three story of the day, Arizona. A lot of interesting news in Arizona this morning. One of the interesting states to watch in 2024 with a blockbuster Senate race featuring three candidates, a host of competitive house seats. The Grand Canyon state is where it's at. Uh, I'm sure a lot of reporters will like going to the Grand Canyon state next year, next fall, ahead of the 2024 elections. Uh, Two labor unions, the NEA and the Arizona Education Association, are endorsing Marlene Gillan Woods in the Democratic primary to challenge Dave Schweikert. Uh, She's a former broadcast journalist and was married to Arizona's former GOP Attorney General Grant Woods, an alumni of the McCain, John McCain Network. In the 3rd District... uh, the CPC PAC is endorsing Raquel Tehran in the primary to fill Ruben Gallego's seat. Gallego's obviously running for the Senate, and that's uh, why that seat is coming open. And with that, leave us a rating and review. Please subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.